Hey there, it's Riley Blanks-Reed, and you're listening to Self-Regard. This show elevates the depths of compassionate introspection through topics on mental health, creativity, higher consciousness, and identity. In this first six-part series of solo episodes, I will explore the delicate intersections that define our personas, such as relationships, race, habits, wellness, and solitude. The way I see it, self-regard is neither high nor low. In its purest form, it is living in a neutral state of harmony through the lens of self-respect. Join me as I reflect intimately and get excited because following this first capsule of episodes, I'll uncover fascinating, comprehensive conversations with revolutionary minds. I have always been deeply fascinated with love, and I've discovered that love is a verb, that it requires action and effort and deep contemplation, not just loving someone, but also loving yourself and considering the definition of love so that I can ultimately act intentionally. I'd love to think of love as something that's simple and crystal clear, but people just aren't that way. And love in many ways is a reflection of people. It's not just about attraction or infatuation or common interests, but that effort, intention, understanding. It's about finding a balance between individualism and passion, but also it's about creating reciprocity and mutual appreciation, humbly giving and graciously receiving. I think a lot of my curiosities about love come from my upbringing and how love shifted throughout my childhood. I had this deep desire to literally study love, family, relationships in the form of sociology and social psychology in college. A lot of the papers I wrote were about this very topic. And so I was very clearly in this space of discovery. And around that time, I met a guy who is now my husband. I've been with him for 13 years. And I think that model of love, the love that we've built together, has become this symbol, this representation of my definition of love, not just in our partnership, but in all relationships. It's set the bar rather high. It's not like we're always perfect or we're always loving each other just the way I think of love or just the way he thinks of love. But we do share characteristics and pillars that we each think are really important. I think in many ways, it's that reliability. To a certain degree, I know what I can rely on with my partner. And he knows what he can rely on with me. It's not that we're not adventurous or that we don't explore or that we don't have fun because we do. It's that we've built this invisible bubble around our relationship that can't be pierced. 
because we always have the other on our minds. So with that context in mind, there are a few practices that I like to enforce with all of my relationships and with my general philosophy around love and relationships, partnership, familial bonds, friendships, even my interactions with strangers. All of these, of course, are a lot easier said than practiced, but with practice, I have found that when I keep them within my being. My relationships are stronger and the relationship I have with myself is more secure because while it's important to be able to rely on another, nothing should ever take away from the reliability that you have with yourself. This episode is brought to you by Spiritune. I've been using this app on a daily basis to aid in calming my anxiety getting me in the zone for work, and helping me decompress at the end of the day. I have found that instrumental rhythmic music is nourishment for my brain. Spiritune combines music therapy and neuroscience to enhance your emotional well-being, no matter your mood. Based on research from leading institutions like NYU and Stanford, Spiritune creates personalized, science-driven, melodic experiences to invoke certain emotions in the brain. The app provides a seamless experience. Simply choose your current mood and desired feeling, and Spiritune will transition you into an intentional playlist that helps you reach your emotional goals. From folding clothes to tackling work projects, taking showers to getting to sleep, Spiritune has brought me immense comfort and support. And lucky for you, they're offering self-regard listeners 40% off a yearly subscription using the code TUNEIN. 23. That's all caps, T-U-N-E-I-N-2-3. Reimagine your mental health with Spiritune to feel great, focus better, and relax easily. I have a tendency to take things very personally and to think that other people's actions or words are a reflection of me or how successful I've been in making them feel seen. But that is just most often not the case. We are each living in our own experience with our own perspective of what's in front of us. And so understanding that the behaviors and actions of other people are a reflection of them, it really helps me to cease to react emotionally at all separateness and togetherness alternate. They have to. There has to be that element of solitude and then that time together. Commitment can't swallow freedom whole. You can't be attached to another person because a love with attachments equates codependency. But it doesn't mean that love is without commitments. There's a difference between attachment and commitment. And the difference is that attachments are efforts to control and commitments are what we agree to collectively and voluntarily and independently. Comprehension is more important than communication. 
You can be a good communicator, but if the other person doesn't understand you, then what does that really matter? In order to get anywhere, in order to have a bond that is fortified, you have to ensure that you understand each other. I have a tendency to speak very quickly, to gather my thoughts easily, and to want to just take care of things as quickly as possible. I do not want to go to bed angry. I do not want a conversation to end without my consent. I want to talk right now. And my husband is not that way. He needs more time to process. He needs more space to figure things out. He needs to take a beat. He needs to chill out. And so I have had to understand that that is his way of communicating. And it's not a wrong way. And my way is not a wrong way. Just because we communicate differently doesn't mean we aren't compatible. It means that we have to respect our different forms of communication. And so the way that's looked is if I want to have a conversation that carries weight, I have to invite him to have the conversation. And it's not like a formal invitation. It's just like, hey, I want to talk about this. Do you have time to talk about it? Or do you feel like talking about it? And if not, when are you free? Usually it's not right at that moment. And so I have to understand that that doesn't mean that he's avoiding me or abandoning me. He just has a different style of communicating. And he has to acknowledge that I need that affirmation and that security in order to feel seen. Cultivating fascination and curiosity is crucial because those qualities can make relationships feel alive and interesting, but can also give people permission to continue evolving and to feel like they can change and morph and also just feel relevant in the other person's mind. If you assume that the person you're in relationship with is fixed or is simply the way they are, then there's never room to have fun and to be curious and to create adventure. And so while we all have these inherent ways of being, we are very layered. Even decades into a relationship, there are new things that you can learn about someone. And even that far into a relationship, people are still living in other realms of their life. You're not always together. You're working, you're hanging out with other people, you're having realizations on your own time. And so taking space and effort to share those things with one another can ultimately expand your perceptions of one another. And of course, going back to episode one, spending time alone ensures you know yourself better. If you're never alone, you cannot truly know yourself. While love is clearly nuanced. And while there's a lot at play and this episode could be a day long, I've had this realization that 
boils everything down to one question. Because while the analysis is important and the values have to be in play in order to maintain personhood, I also think there's something to be said for dropping judgment, reducing complexity, and really lingering on how people make you feel. Happiness is self-defined. And so while it also is a strange, complex word that's overused, I like to ask myself one question. And I think maybe it's the best question you can ask yourself about anybody. Do they make me happy? Thank you so much for tuning in. Your listening ears are the heartbeat of this podcast. If you have a moment, please subscribe, rate, and review. Your feedback is instrumental in the growth and visibility of self-regard. You can meet me on Instagram at Riley Blanks Reed, and you can always drop some thoughts in my inbox at Riley at WokeBeauty.com. I would love to hear from you. As always, remember, you can have a beautiful day, even if it's not that beautiful. Music and audio production by Angelica Ray, graphic design by Daniela Marti, and visuals by Christina Fisher.